This is an announcement. The following transmission may contain mature content and language. The information provided within, while researched, is from non-experts. Listener discretion is advised. Well, just what is your business? Monsters. Monsters? all you monsters out there the earth says hello welcome to the otter limits the show dedicated yes to weird true crime and paranormal occurrences and this is our this just in episode no 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 no. we have to go back b's wearing a tie-dye shirt and she's put her hair into dreads (laughs) that's i would look take the z dreads uh, I, I'm still going back to that intro part. <laughs> Did you like my MPR voice? Come again? Mm. <laughs> oh, wait, that is what she said. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm quite proud of my MPR voice. Just that, that. Ah, good the NPR. <laughs> and, good morning, Starshine. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, how do we know they're listening to it in the morning? Good day, Starshine. <laughs> I said good day, sir. Good day. Uh, call back to the witchy episode. Right. Um, yeah, so this is our This Just In episode. Mm-hmm. Episode one of This Just In. So in this particular episode, we read all of your listener stories that you guys send in to us. Yeah, we, we basically we give voice to the words that you send us. Hopefully we can read and do your words justice. We apologize if we stumble over them. There is that. We are awkward. Awkward turtles. <laughs> but yeah. um, today here we have Ty. Mm-hmm. And we have Z. And Tony. I'm Tony. Yay, it's Tony. Tony the Tigre. Don't no. know. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Don't, don't know. No, no. <laughs> this is not high school Spanish class. <laughs> Los Tigre. <laughs> Los Tigre. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't that, know that, why it was plural tiger, but it was. Lo tigre, el tigre, el tigre. Yeah, it'd be el. Lo siento, las personas que hablan español. We had this discussion during the uh, voodoo episode with AJ because both me and AJ are Mexican, but we don't speak Spanish. Yeah. but he does. Pero yo comprendo español más o menos. Yo comprendo más yo hablo, pero no comprendo más. <laughs> Yeah, yes. Essentially. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> C. <laughs> C, senor. Gross. Right. Um, Gross. Da, da, donde esta baño? <laughs> uh, downstairs? Around the corner? Thanks for telling me in English. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to get lost. That's an important uh, piece know. of information. Um, <laughs> to the left. <laughs> No, the derecha is right, actually. Izquierda is left. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, anyway. 
<laughs> this is the second episode that we've recorded today, guys. So for a little slap happy, we apologize. Yeah. It's been be, a real long day. <laughs> it's been a long day for all of us. Yeah. So essentially how these particular episodes are going to be formatted is we each have a couple of your listener stories that we've decided to read on air with permission. <laughs> and yeah, we're essentially giving life to your stories. Yes, um, as best we can. If we get a little awkward and stumble over our words on your guys' stories, we apologize. <laughs> we're trying. We're trying. Reading but is hard. <laughs> reading is hard and we're awkward. Like... <laughs> Super awkward. Yes. But all in all, that's essentially how these ones are going to work. If you guys do have any other weird paranormal or true crime stories that you'd like to share with us, feel free to give us an email over at theotterlimits at gmail.com. And if you have a story that you want to share with us, but you don't want us to air, just let us know somewhere in the message and we'll make sure that we don't. But if you do want to share it, we are definitely available to read. Yes, and we'll respond to as best we can, guys. We'll respond, hopefully, Mm -hmm. depending. I mean, if we get swamped with our millions of fans, we can. Yeah, take the stick up your butt out, because that was just a bit much. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Right. Um, No, we do appreciate every single one of you who does listen to us very much. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys, for just tuning in in general. You guys are flipping phenomenal. It's fantastic. So we're going to go ahead and start with Ty. Yeah. What are your stories? So this one, yeah. So this one's from a local listener who kind of told me this in person. And so this is with kind of the recounting of a little bit of that conversation and what basically the core of that story was. Okay. So you're kind of just paraphrasing what she told you. Just kind of paraphrasing. So I mean, I don't have anything written down from a girl named Anne. Obviously not her real name, changing her name for you know, her own anonymity, which we can do for you guys. So, Yeah, if you want like a nickname or a screen name or something said, guys, feel free to let us know. So this comes from Anne. This is kind of a sequence of events that she sent. And she describes herself as somebody who's aware of, you know, she's a medium, essentially. Not a strong one, but she hears a lot of, you know, ghosts and spirits that occasionally talk to her. So she had a moment where she had seen this Jewish lady. It's kind of how she described it, like this old Jewish lady. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she knew it was Jewish, but somehow to the great beyond, she knew it was. Was and it the yarmulke? The ladies don't wear yarmulkes. That would be the males. Oh. <laughs> well, um, please the, continue. Yeah, that would... Uh, I, <laughs> Ignore I, me. <laughs> I, the specific name escapes me, but essentially they wear like the scarf. Like a babushka? Babushka. There we go. Yeah. All right. Was it the babushka? Babushka. Yeah. So, I think babushka is like Russian though, but essentially like, yeah, little yeah, old um, woman with the, the scarf. The scarf. Let's roll with it as right. a stereotype yeah. of ghost. Uh, okay. Either way. But like she knew it was a Jewish old lady who was visiting her. Didn't say anything. She just saw this, you know, old Jewish lady. <laughs> okay. And so she had gone to another graveyard. And because the Jewish cemetery was, you know, further down the road, she had then gone into another cemetery for other reasons, wasn't very specific about it. And while she was there, she was in the graveyard. I don't know why, but she had the bright idea to say in the middle of this graveyard, if there is anyone out there who has something they want to say, let me know. I feel like that's just a... Recipe for disaster. 
inviting some things in that you shouldn't invite in. Yeah. That's probably a bad idea. That's like walking into a room of angry customers and... Just be like, if you guys have any complaints at all, let me know. And then all of them descending on you at once. <laughs> oh, and um, yeah, then she apparently found a tombstone with her name. With like her first exact- and last yeah. name? First and last. When did wow. she die? 1918. That's creepy. Yeah. Yeah, I have the What pic- are the oods? Like, I actually have a picture of this. Yeah. So, yeah. Her name. Oh. Huh. Um, that is creepy. And you said it. What cemetery was it? Uh, cemetery. Yeah, I thought you said it was a Jewish one. Oh no, I said uh, the the thing that the Jewish lady. Oh. Th- this comes in a little bit later because the Jewish right. cemetery was down the block. And she was in another. Cemetery. I was gonna say because if it's the Jewish cemetery, then you got a lot of dead people with some really dark past going on there. Yeah. Uh, some real troubled spirits. <laughs> yeah. So when she walked up to that headstone, she heard a voice say, "I had a stillbirth." Oh. Yeah. That's upsetting. Yeah, and so it was a super, super creepy moment for her. And the thing about the Jewish cemetery, why it's important is that she was trying to figure out what the voice was because she remembered seeing this old Jewish lady, but then she realized the Jewish cemetery is down the road. Like, so it wouldn't have been her that was buried here because I don't know how she knows this, but apparently she was very Jewish. Okay. So, yeah. And so that was basically her story. Oh, I thought she was going to continue like graveyard hunting. No, no, like she just wanted to relate. Like, and that's some of the things yeah. about these stories is that they're, they're they can be as as short and simple as that. Like, because yeah, that was her story was basically just like, oh yeah, here's this time I I saw my mm-hmm. name on a gravestone and oh yeah, I heard a voice. Super creepy. Yeah. I don't know how it, I would react if I came across my own headstone, even if it was like another person that happened to have my name that died a long time ago that would still be creepy as hell to see in person especially randomly stumbling across it like that yeah just like she didn't know was there i guess or i'm I'm assuming here so it's just like yeah when it's your name on a gravestone you're like whoa first off that alone is creepy yeah Mm. like i mean that alone is is a worthy story for us to kind of talk about like oh yeah one day i walked into a graveyard and i saw my name on a headstone i mean i bound to happen there's a lot of dead people out there that's true there's you'd have to have like a really unique name in order to not have that happen ever if you're wandering around a lot of graveyards like but if, okay, if, well, if well, gretchen falapagos like washed up and found her own gravestone i would be fucking astonished well you know, maybe, maybe <laughs> that, that name by the maybe way that's why we're, we're doing such weird names now because we're like i don't want you to have that experience that's what all yeah. the hipsters out there are just trying to look out for their kids looking out for the kids like so next time you're in a graveyard you know you won't find your name it will not be there. Right? I mean Krista Hoppelifelson. It it almost looks like <laughs> a like an old farmer had like a dog named Lucky like six times and you see like the dead mounds outside when your name's like John Smith and you go to the graveyard and you see like six John Smiths in a row. Yeah. yeah. That would be like <sighs> I mean that's like way easier to find when you have a really common name yeah. like that. So now we're getting names like Hey, Phoenix, Rainbow Star, Sunshine. Right. There's not going to be a headstone, most likely, that has that exact same name. Oh, my God. Hey, Moonshadow. <laughs> I want to I want to read these headstones. I want to find this graveyard. I want a hippie graveyard. Specifically a hippie uh, graveyard. Yeah. Hippie graveyard. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, that was essentially like that was the story there. Oh, my God. The gate will open and it will be like, 
everything's chill, man. It'll like say it's the it, scent of weed yeah, in the it'll, air. It'll say it like on the on the metal, and it breaks apart. And it'll like chill on one thing. Everything on the other side as it opens up. You open the gate, and suddenly a joint just falls from the heavens. Like ah. <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry. sorry. Wait, <laughs> why are we talking about Snoop's grave? <laughs> He's not dead. <laughs> that is something that would happen. You like visit Snoop's grave, and like you press a button on his grave's headstone, and like a joint pops out. It's like I'm gonna just go ahead and share this joint with you. And that's for you, my man. Like something like that. Like, but again, like no, like Snoop's gonna live forever. So yeah, you'll see like one grave, like grave, one gravestone. What is it? The epitaph. It'll read like no worries. Next one will be like all the pretty colors, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Plugfest. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Why did you look at him and wink? <laughs> just the, the no, <laughs> no. Because I know it puts the almost exact same image in his head as it does in mine, <laughs> and I just want to share the torment. Just... <laughs> Upset, <laughs> <laughs> and he has every right to be. Uh, I have such a vivid imagination. You really do. I can say something like Butler Giraffe. They have exactly. Butler half Giraffe. I mean, take your pick. What was the first one that popped in your brain? It was like a centaur giraffe Butler suit. <laughs> so like a giraffe body and then like with his okay. tiny little arms and his long legs <laughs> okay there's an image that i didn't need thanks for that <laughs> thanks for your description and thanks for starting this you're welcome <clears throat> oh my god That's what i'm here for all right so um i'm gonna start pelting you with like random images to see what happens you can draw that nightmare fuel <laughs> no Oh, man. And I wanted to sleep after we got done recording. All right. Never mind. <laughs> Hit us with your story. Okay. <laughs> second story. Second story. Yes. So our second, my second story here is from, um, I'm trying to think of what to call him. Snoop. <laughs> Trixie. Craig. There we go. Okay. All right. Just go with <laughs> stripper names. Um, yeah, well, it's a guy. It's so. a guy. It'd be I a, mean, there could be a dog. guy named Diamond. <laughs> or you could think but of like, it would be Rod Diamond. Boneyard. <laughs> Boneyard. So uh, this is from Craig. And essentially it's a, it's a story about a shared dream um, with him and two of his friends. It's like a land party with his mind. <laughs> well, with all of their minds. Mm. I have read this a little bit. So if I jump around a bit, I'm sorry, because I get excited by a lot of the little details. So Craig explains this as, I remember waking up from a really, really weird dream, and I didn't really think much about it until I got to my friend's house where we were going to be playing games. And as we went throughout the day about playing games and just having a good time being friends, and for whatever reason, we had all gotten on the same page that we had all had a weird dream and we all kind of wanted to talk about it. So we started talking amongst each other about what was going on. It's like, hey, I had this dream, weird dream last night. And one, the other friend turns and said, hey, yeah, I, I had a pretty messed up dream too. And the third friend turned and said, yeah, man, my dream was real messed up. What do you guys dream about? Well, I dreamed that I had dealing with this really violent situation. Like I, I was just really angry 
And it was really weird because like I had no reason to be angry with these guys. But well, suddenly we started fighting. And the next thing I know, you two like busted into the room and suddenly we're all fighting these guys. And it's it's really, really angry. And then his friend and then turned to him and said, uh, he's like, wait, hold on. Did we get into a van? Yeah, we, we got into a van. How did you know that? And I was like, because I remember that dream. I remember busting into the door and you were in trouble. Like, and I, I just went to your defense and we were trying to like defend you off and then like try and get you out. And we we're trying to extract you. And so we pulled you out. And so we're, we got you into the van so we can go off somewhere. We drove somewhere. Like once we got to where we were going, it was another really kind of weird place where it was like it was my house, but it wasn't my house. And it was just really creepy, angry vibes. And we couldn't understand why we were all suddenly really angry. And then like, you started punching a wall. And then the, and then uh, Craig jumped in. He's like, yeah, I remember Like I punched the wall. And then you started kicking things in. And then the other, like, the other friend over here started going on and on about everything that was going on in his life. And and then again, we, we all just decided like, no, we need to get out of this place. It's making us too angry. And then the third friend jumped in. He's like, yes, I remember I started being really angry about everything that was going on, like my mom coming down on me and everything was just just messing up in my life. I remember that. And then like we grabbed each other. We all like went into the, the van again and then we went to this. We were driving around and then we got stopped by this other group of people who like pulled us out of the van and we all just started fighting and fighting and fighting. And then I woke up and I was just so mad. And then Greg says that, that we all just kind of stopped and looked at each other and realized that we had all shared that same dream with each other. And then they all started making out. Uh, no, I, I don't think that's, that's why they were so angry. I'm, I'm no dream whisperer. Ah, uh, no, I, latent hostility doesn't necessarily equate to, uh, repressed sexual tension. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a thing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's how I choose all my boyfriends. If I'm angry and hate them enough, <laughs> I obviously want to get in their pants. I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> all right, sorry, sorry. I'm not sure how either of us should feel about that. Uh, that's hilarious oh yeah so there's a little bit more about like all of them just like apparently they figured out that uh one of like each segment of the dream was that person's dream so like the first dream was craig's and the second dream was the second friends and the third dream was the third friends like they were all their dreams and like the van was the thing that was taking them to each other's dreams Nice. Huh, super cool. Just dreaming around and kicking ass. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Apparently, and very angry. The testosterone very, levels were very high. Yeah, that is just like that. Uh, and for me, like, that's, that's super weird, you know, to have that, like, somebody actually going on and explaining in pretty good detail about the shared dream and what that's like and going around amongst each other. That's yeah, that, very cool. Yeah, like, how, like how would you how would you guys feel if you know you started talking to you know your friend about a dream and suddenly they picked up like right where you left off and completed the dream oh i've had that happen before yeah mm -hmm. yeah i in high school i used to have this uh reoccurring dream um of a specific hilltop and there would be like rolling hills of grass and then in the very very far distance there would be these black mountains 
And where I was at, it was always about midday where the mountains were at. There was always like a mist across the mountains and it was it always looked like it was a sunset over there. There's a lot of colors. Okay. Really, really pretty. But I used to have that dream all the time. And I would just literally just hang out there. I hadn't really told too many people about it, but I was talking to a friend of mine on the phone and... I remember he was telling me about a weird dream he had. He's like, it felt like it wasn't even really like an actual dream. He goes, I knew I was kind of dreaming. So he was lucid. Okay. Yeah, um, lucid dreaming. And he goes, yeah, I kind of came to in this mountain range and started explaining to me that there were these black mountains and he was on this mountaintop in a flat area and there was a fire going and he was kind of sitting by the fire, just kind of enjoying the scenery. When he said that there were black mountains, I was like, immediately kind of jumped on it like that's weird like because i knew that the mountains in my dream were always black and really right. in the distance and i knew two very specific details about those mountains so i asked him what time of day it was and mm -hmm. he said oh he goes it was probably about dusk um or maybe it was sunrise because there was a lot of mist covering the mountains and so there was all the different oranges and reds you could see all the colors i was mm. like okay i'm like and was there anything weird about the mountains themselves and he told me that every surface of all the rocks, there was like symbols and patterns carved into it. No. And that was another detail that I knew kind of inherently in the dream. Even though I hadn't been over there, I knew that's what the mountains and the rocks themselves look like. So he completely had like the right. same yeah, dreams. The details, yeah. yeah. Same dreamscape and everything just from the opposite end of wherever I was. Wow. Super cool and weird. He didn't see my side of things. He just because he was on the almost like he was like on the other side of the mountain range. But he had all the details right. I I had not discussed this dream with him. So super crazy and weird. Yeah, yeah that, that's super crazy. Uh, yeah, I kind of flipped out a little bit when that <laughs> happened. I was just like, yeah, this, this cannot fair. be happening. But yeah, super, super cool. I love, I love anything to do with dreams. Like lucid mm -hmm. dreaming, you know, dream interpretation, anything like that. So, so cool. I used to do a lot of research into it when I was a kid. Um I really want to do an episode at some point about, oh, yeah. no, we're definitely doing an episode about dreams. lucid dreaming specifically because oh. that was one that I got really into when I was in high school. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So future episode, guys. Yeah. Keep an future eye episode. Out. <laughs> lucid dreaming. We don't know when that's coming, but look out. It is. <laughs> All right. So coming yeah. at you. Um, that's my story. Awesome guys. So I guess we will now turn it over to Yuzi. Woo woo. Okay, so I also have two stories. My first one is from a gentleman called Junior. Mm. <laughs> now, there there are no juniors in the world. No. 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 That's <laughs> not at all. <laughs> there are lots of juniors. Okay. Okay. okay Anonymity and assured. Yes. <laughs> the next one's Indiana. Oh, huh? God. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So that was the dog's name. God, we're nerds. Nerds. They should know this by now. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. They probably have gotten a pretty good idea about how nerdy we all are. Okay. So Junior writes, I remember when I was about eight or nine, my grandparents had some cabinets behind their house that they needed removed. My mom, my sisters, my brother, and I all went over to help knock them out. As we were working, I realized I needed to go to the restroom. So quickly, I ran into the ground floor bathroom, 
As I was doing my business, someone tried to open the door. I quickly put my hand out to hold it shut and yelled, I'm in here, which to me is like the appropriate response. Oh, yeah. Like I would 100% be like, what are you doing? Do yeah, not someone, open this someone's door. Someone's in here. <laughs> Pants are down. Do not do it. Please stop trying to come in. <laughs> this is not a public show. <laughs> so he says, no one responded and whoever it was kept rattling the door harder and harder against my hand. Frustrated and thinking one of my siblings was playing with me. It happens. All the time. (laughs) If you don't have siblings, all the time. Really? (laughs) I had two brothers and then nobody, like that was, that was a sacred time. (laughs) They all just knew. Yeah. Do you know how much I hate you for that? Not being a part of your childhood experience? We all had, it was like an unwritten rule. You don't fuck with somebody when they're shitting. That is, that is some much necessary time alone. (laughs) There's like a reverence yeah, in your house about yeah. it. Like I, I, I get that that is your family code and it is an honorable code. I, I agree with it 100%. However, I also hate you that you've done have to deal with any sibling trying to mess with you while you're sitting on the can and incapacitate it. If, any, <laughs> if anything, they're messing with themselves. They, they want to come inside and smell that shit. Just like open up the door. I want to smell your deuce. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so we definitely had differing childhoods in that respect. (laughs) Okay, so continuing. Continuing. So frustrated and thinking one of my siblings was playing with me, I yanked up my pants and threw open the door, screaming, hey, cut it out. But no one was there, which I could, Ah. I 100% knew that was coming. (laughs) Well, I mean, obviously with this show, but still, it's kind of like, that's super creepy. Yes. Super creepy. Uh, Confused and irritated, I stomped outside and asked my mom who had just been in the house. She said that everyone was outside with her. I told her no, someone had just been trying to open the bathroom door a second ago. She insisted no one had entered the house uh, since I had gone in. I don't know who or what that was, but I sure as heck didn't want to find out after that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Never mind. It's disrupting the sacred ritual. That's right. Yes, as a, according to the word of Tony. <laughs> it's an it's an unwritten rule. Ghosts should know this. <laughs> They've had a lifetime to figure it out. Yeah, but apparently, uh, in, in our old place when we used to, where we used to live, there was a ghost that didn't really know boundaries. Like it would just constantly like be in the bathroom while they're while everyone was showering or bathing of any kind. It was always there. I don't know what it is with ghosts and naked people. It's just you're vulnerable. Well, I don't well, know. Okay, well think about that. If if for whatever reason like their clothes that they're either buried in or died in become a part of their body and they can't remove them. Uh, that means they can they can never see another naked person again. Oh my god. Bury me naked. I want to be a naked ghost. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There's a striking ma- ghost. Imagine that kid coming in the room. Daddy, I can't get to sleep. Who is it, son? It's the naked man. Oh, my God. Your dad would fucking get up right away. Be like, where's the naked man? Is he trying to touch you? <laughs> right. It's a good way to draw attention to it. Yeah, I there guess. you go. I like, well, but that would make you a terrible uh, poltergeist. <laughs> that would be an awesome poltergeist. Well, they'd, they'd always come seeking action. You'd never have a chance to build up your momentum and oh, make yeah. anything really go bad. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Okay, when you said um, having trouble with personal space earlier, I do like to imagine, you know, how a lot of people report 
having ghostly experiences with breathing heavy near their ears. Mm-hmm. I just like to imagine a ghost like just full on face pressed to their ear, just <sighs> oh god, with their nose like squished in, <laughs> like. I could see the animation yeah. right now, too. <laughs> this is how my brain works. Uh, but it makes me laugh a little bit every time I think about it. It's yeah. great. Takes a little bit of the fear out of it. It's like, that's kind of funny. You, you, can, <laughs> you can draw the flat face ghost next to the bed, then you put me on the other side of it, and then kind of put blocks over where my penis would be. Like that kind of... <laughs> oh, the pixelation. <laughs> the pixelation. You're just like uh, eating a banana. What's going on over here? <laughs> Okay, that was, yeah, cool story. Yeah, super interesting. Really? I would be absolutely terrified. Right? I'm not okay well, with that. Again, I, I have brothers, so, I mean, I, I totally understand <laughs> uh, Junior's reaction to just be like, ah, it's got to be one of my siblings. I'd sit in there for, like, my legs would fall asleep because I have a book or something. Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. All the time. Happens to me all the time. And then you just crawl out of there. Yeah, uh, that's one of the worst parts is when you go to stand up and you realize you haven't realized you've been sitting there that long. You're yep. like, just fall over. And then you have like the pins and needles and you're like waddling out of the bathroom. <laughs> I yep. hate that. Okay, so this next story comes from a gentleman named Andrew. Ooh, and he Andrew. did say that it's okay to use his actual name. Oh. <laughs> so He's like, hey, that doesn't sound made up. <laughs> so Andrew says, my brother and I were walking through the woods in Arkansas once. Years and years ago. Um, okay, you guys might have to help me figure this part out because I don't know that I understand this. It says, anyways, we're off in the woods staking right of way for a gas line. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Is that is that the That's proper the way to say yeah, it? That, that, okay. okay, so what they mean by staking right of way is that they're basically signaling to traffic that it because of the situation that's going on on the rig right there is oh. that that has the right of way that all traffic has to stop for it. So it's a way of, it's a safety measure. Okay. So it's like when you see the flaggers out there saying stop and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Anyways, we're off in the woods staking right of way for a gas line and making good time coming back to our truck because the sun is, the sun was going down. Yep. Good time to run to your vehicle. Yes. We enter the shady area and everything feels really cold as we pass through. My brother holds his arm out and lightly shushes me as he stares ahead, all wide eyes. I look, and an old woman in a long white dress was walking through the woods, crossing our path. She wasn't doing or saying anything, just gently striding through the trees. Oh, oh shit, that's that's a fucking nightmare right there. Well, yeah. then, um, like, images of La Llorona. Yeah, I was like, so I was about to say, that, the, the, white, the white lady, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I immediately thought of. He says, we waited for her to pass for like 10 minutes, then ran like hell to get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And that's where he ends it off. Yeah. Like, um, if I saw the white lady, I would like, peace out, motherfucker. Especially yeah. if you're in the forest. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's terrifying. I mean, and I mean, even if it wasn't a ghost, if that was like an actual person just dressed in white wandering through the forest not yeah. acknowledging other human beings that's still kind of scary well, that that's creepy for a whole slew of other reasons yes, the other half exactly. of our podcast true crime exactly <laughs> that sounds like a true crime waiting to happen escapee right. from some facility maybe yeah and for whatever reason i'm reminded of mob psycho hmm. there's an episode in there with uh basically the white lady Oh, I don't remember that episode. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. If if you haven't seen Mob Psycho, uh, this will make no sense to you. But yeah, it it was a pretty good episode, and there's some visual imagery in there that from that episode that just popped into my head as soon as you started telling like the story. I have to check that one out. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. But yeah, super creepy. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's creepy. And yeah, the white lady. Yep. Yeah, no. No, thank you. Hard pass. Yeah. Hard pass. I'm looking her up right now. The white lady? The white lady is essentially just like a woman in white, and there's several different stories that happen with the white lady. People seeing a woman walking down the side of the road, women in hotels, you know, La Llorona is specifically one that lures children away to yeah. drown them. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's all right. That's, that's, yeah, I know it. Yeah, it's, it's essentially just like a, a tortured female soul it yeah. seems like so yeah so i mean yeah so that that's the white lady and i i think we're doing a, an episode on her eventually yeah we'll eventually. do a, an episode on the white ladies yeah um yeah stories about the white lady you know things like that so again another one to look forward to mm-hmm. because yeah we can't just be like oh yeah we did that episode go go listen to this one right now because yeah we're working on our content for you guys <laughs> yeah um so yeah that's all i got um, it's Tony's turn now. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Tony. All right. So these are some personal stories. Oh, oh, okay. T- Tony, Tony has his. Love it. Hold yes. on. Let me let me, uh, let me get a little more comfortable here while we uh, get into these uh, personal Just stories. Slip yep. into something right, a little more comfortable. Yeah. To, oh, yeah. yeah. To get a little personal. I, I gotta That's make right. sure my my back doesn't hurt through all of this. Right. Get your PJs on. <sighs> Start stretching. Yeah. Got to warm up. Personal <laughs> stories. So this all happens when I'm asleep, basically. So. A heavy sleeper, and I have some crazy dreams. So the first one is right. actually the first recording nightmare I had growing up. Oh, yay! This one's great. I don't know about you guys, but I dream in color. I can't imagine what it would be like dreaming in black and white. That would suck so bad. Yeah, but you wouldn't know the difference. Wouldn't I? You have reality. Reality's mm-hmm. in color. I feel like I dream in like pastel colors for the most part. Well, so. okay, but there, there's actually a funny note about that. Is when the first TVs came out. Um, people actually reported dreaming in black and white. And then when the first color TVs came out, that's when people started reporting shifting from black and white to color. Oh, weird. Huh. Okay. I yeah, suppose just a, when you dream, it's kind of like watching TV sometimes. Yeah, so the, it's just a weird correlation between the two. All right. Oh. Well, so this one starts off with me sitting in an auditorium and I'm facing, I'm alone and I'm sitting in there and I'm facing the red curtain and then the lights hit it. And the curtains part, and there's um, there's like a wheel of fortune up there standing upright facing me. Okay. And next to it is a creepy looking clown. Oh, oh, oh. Just immediate uh, no. Trigger, trigger, abort, trigger, abort, trigger. abort. <laughs> oh, God. And God, the clowns, clowns have arrived. Yep. It's got a big old smile on its face, takes its hand, it spins that wheel. In which case, my, spin yeah, my vision starts wheel. like zooming in on the wheel is it, and then the clown's laughing the whole time as it's spinning. Ugh. Oh God, I hate it. And like before he spun it, I got a good look at the wheel and each thing it lands on could be something awful. Like I'm assuming something awful that would happen to me, like die in a fire car crash, get knifed. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burn, okay. Burn to death. A murder wheel. Yeah, it's a murder wheel. I like oh, that. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> Take a roll so on the murder wheel. Childhood, you've got to deal with the clown spinning a murder wheel. All right. So the first time, so this happened both times, but the first time I just woke up. The second time, as it's like um, slowing down. Yeah, as it's slowing down, the cackle keeps going with the evil laughter, and right before it lands on something, I wake up. So I don't know what the fuck it lands on. 
And, you know, the first time I woke up, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. What, what's going to happen? Oh, I, that was your concern? Yeah, yeah. I, I was oh my God. genuinely interested what was on the wheel. So the second time I wake up and my vision is actually still spinning. So, like, I try to look straight. It's still spinning. Okay. And everything that I touch actually feels like chalk. And I loathe the texture of chalk. Ah. I touch my blanket. feels like chalk. And it, it's driving me crazy. So I was like, maybe I'm fucking having a panic attack or something. Maybe I'm dehydrated. And you know what doesn't feel like chalk? Water. So I went. I just went and washed my hands. I don't know. I was a really strange child. Like, not just wake up screaming. I just went and washed no. them. Yeah. Okay. So you woke up after the chalk part and you're like, I'm going to wash my hands. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, if that feels like chalk still, then that's further proof something really messed up is going on in my head. Yeah. That Okay. Good way to test the reality. Yeah. Kept just pushing it, but no, it didn't feel like chalk. That was the last time I had that dream, thankfully. Wow. Wash it away. Yeah. Wash it away. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think creepy dreams do cat do fit in the category of uh, odd occurrences. I 100% think so. And yeah, creepy clown spinning death wheel mm-hmm. qualifies oh, more God. so. Yeah. So, wow. You know what Ugh. that made me think of is uh, I don't know if either of you guys have heard this song or not, but there's a. Um, an ICP song. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, we, yeah, the, oh, yeah. The, the game show one. Yeah. There was like, it was like, I think it the was. The game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what it reminded me of. Like, cause you hear that creepy clown kind of laugh and then like, it's supposed to be like a game show. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's what it made me think of. I had friends that listened to ICP when I was granted, in high school. To so. be fair, that song's all about, uh, basically it's a dating show. But, yeah. Yeah. This is like a dating yeah, it, game it's, thing. It's, it's t- name is actually the netting game. All right, so second story. Here we go. This one's a little bit longer. It starts off when I'm living in Minnesota with uh, my roommate and his girlfriend, Ryan. So we just got home from watching Insidious. And if you don't know what the movie's about, possession. I mean, that's the final goal. So it was about some possession kind of haunting movie. Okay. And um, we just get home. Ryan was all like, hey, man, you want to get high? (laughs) <laughs> and i was like but i'm really tired he's like that's the whole point I'm like well, won't you waste the weed so i know this is totally pointless but he did he got me high because you don't say no when somebody offers it in minnesota that guy had to go through some effort he had to go meet some people and then he had to purchase it he had to just take some time out of his day and when it's offered you take it yeah that's fair so I was inebriated and I was going to sleep and it's so fucking cold in winter in Minnesota <laughs> that that I had a sleeping bag down and I was in the sleeping bag and I had like two comforters over that fucking sleeping bag. And as I was going to sleep, I, I kind of had to pee a little bit, but I was so tired that I was like, you know, I'll just wake up, have to pee real bad. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Then the next thing I remember is I wake up standing up bare feet with cold concrete under me in a pitch dark room and i'm standing there for a second i'm like where am i will my eyes adjust i have to pee really bad and then insidious i'm like did i get possessed i was like no no i'm maybe maybe (laughs) maybe i gotta go with the maybe maybe. yeah yeah. strong maybe maybe uh but at the same time i'm like why this room i can feel kitty litter so at least i know i'm home in this weird storage closet. And the thing is, when you wake up in a pitch dark room, you don't know where the fucking door is. True. So I'm sitting in there and you gotta pee real bad. And I just got so frustrated. I started banging on the walls to try and figure out where the door was. 
And then I finally found it. I opened it up and I backtracked and I realized what I did in my sleep. So I must have gotten up in my sleep, walked to the door before the bathroom, turned and faced where the toilet would have been. And then um, and then woken up because I guess I can't piss in my sleep. Maybe that's maybe more skilled sleepwalkers can. It's probably a good thing that you can't pee in your sleep. I mean, that's fantastic. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, um, I actually was pretty excited about that. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, you've pissed on the cat, you pissed yep. on the dog, and, oh, and they just hate you. That would be such a problem. The pissing sleepwalker. So yeah, that, that doesn't sound like fun. Right. So when I so after I went to the bathroom, I went back to my room and I realized I made my bed before I got up. So in my sleep, I don't know what it is with my subconscious. But that's actually the um, not the first time that I've done something in my sleep that's productive. Like if I'm cold, sometimes I'll wake up when I was naked and I'll be wearing sweatpants. No. Yeah. I don't know what it is. So, so you, you like you'll... got up and made your bed before you yeah. <laughs> went to the pantry? And I don't make my bed. <laughs> so you're like a little bit more tidy when you're sleepwalking? Yes. <laughs> I'm a better person in my sleep. So, wow. Okay. You can honestly say that to a person. Yeah. Just be like, I'm a better person than you in my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, I guess you could say that. And the worst part was it was after that movie. So every time I go to sleep, I'd be like, insidious. Am I going to be possessed today? No, no. Not today, Satan. Nope. Not today. today. <laughs> Take your prescriptions elsewhere. Yep. <laughs> so, and that is also one of the reasons why I always pee before I go to bed. Yeah, fair. Fair. I usually just pee before bed because I can't sleep unless I go. I to do it bed. because I don't want to wake up in storage rooms. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people don't want to wake up in a storage room. That's again getting towards the true crime of yeah, we're, our yeah, podcast. We're, we're, we're towards, uh, yeah. Um, but I think you both have very valid points. <laughs> you pee because you can't sleep, and you pee so you don't wake up in strange places as a part of a true crime. Yeah, that works. That's fair. I don't even know what I would do. Like I, I sleepwalking freaks me out. So I think it's super interesting. If you. Any of you see me sleepwalking? Wake me up and see what happens. No, seriously, uh, I want to see what just happens. Throw something at you from afar, just in case you panic. Yeah, yeah, because if I remember right, it's that jarring moment from uh, sleep to consciousness that is a really dangerous time for a sleepwalker. You is are it? supposed to wake someone up as they're sleepwalking, though. It's like yeah. a misconception to not right. wake them up. Right. Yeah, that is that's true. That is a misconception. You should wake them up. Yeah. I mean, I would just I, I think be careful. Pretty good. Like, if I didn't already panic thinking I was getting possessed, I think I'll do right. Oh, you know, like yeah. you are some weird outlier on a lot of that scale. Because I mean, you're like, huh, creepy clown spinning a death wheel, huh? Now yeah. there's chalk. I'm gonna wash my hands. Yep. <laughs> hey, that is not the usual thought process of a child who has just gone through that. They're like, creepy death clown spinning wheel of death. I need my teddy bear. I'm no. not speaking from personal experience. <laughs> go, go, go. <clears throat> right yeah so <laughs> that's our stories yeah thank you guys so much for like sending in stories and tony so much for the personal stories yeah, that's personal ones awesome like, yeah, cool so again we are the otter limits and you could email any of your stories that you want us to share and read aloud and give voice to at the otter limits at gmail.com and thanks so much for joining us, guys. You 
literally have no idea how much it means to us that you actually listen. Like we get really genuinely excited every time we look to see who all is listening and from where. Yeah. Um, we have a listener from Australia. Yes. Shout out to Brisbane. Like, seriously. We got- sorry, Brisbane. Super, super stoked about that. Yeah, we were we we're both really excited. Um, as well as a couple of listeners from the UK, one of which is my husband, so it doesn't really count. But and, uh, and also <laughs> a huge shout out to you listeners in California. We yeah, know there's you're out there. Several of you guys in California that listen in, which I was super stoked about because that's technically my home. Yeah, um, she was born in California. I was born in Bakersfield, so which is so I'm I'm actually pretty glad I didn't grow up there, but yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> California uh, in general I love. Bakersfield not as much. If you guys have ever been to Bakersfield, you probably know why. But <laughs> otherwise though, thank you guys just all around for listening to our little podcast. Listening to our about crazy world. Yeah, our crazy world. <laughs> All right, so we will see you later, you little monsters. We'll see you on the Otter Side. This has been a transmission from the Otter Limits. Do not forget to like, comment, subscribe, or review for more tales of suspense. Long ago there were three pigs, little handsome piggy wigs. The, big the dark power in my hand shall not be unleashed.